we discuss the the Daisy Pierce scenario, oh. which is now it's a bit like the are you going to tag Nick Dacos discussion? Yeah. This has become a weekly. <laughs> are you going to allow Daisy Pierce into your rooms? Oh, I cannot which, believe. Yeah. The so debate around this. You can lay the framework, and then I think there's a few things that need to be corrected in the way that the debate is skewed. Okay, so the framework is this. Obviously, Daisy Pierce works not full-time, part-time as an assistant coach at the Geelong Football Club, combining that with her media duties on a Thursday night, amongst others, for, for Channel 7, so a prime-time fixture on national television. It became an issue in round one, of course, when Richmond decided... And upon being contacted by Channelson, which they do for all their clubs on the Monday of the week of the game. So plenty of forewarning. They said, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want Daisy in our rooms. Stated the conflict of interest. Carlton said, we'll allow it. That was it. Then round two, Brisbane, Chris Fagan specifically said, no, I don't want Daisy Pierce in the rooms. Um, and Western Bulldogs, Luke Beveridge said, actually, don't have a problem with it. So that's where we sit at the moment. Some clubs are happy. Some clubs are not. I'm not sure if Channel 7 need to make a decision in terms of do they even put Daisy Pierce in this position. There's all sorts of debate around it, Jared. How much can you see? Can you see anything? Um, and I think Daisy would be hating it all. Um, she'd be hating the debate. She'd be hating having her integrity questioned as well. But then I can see the club side as well in that it's probably the most stark conflict of interest you can have in the game, a match day assistant in the rooms of an opposition club that you are battling for for eight months to win the premiership. So I can see that as well. So there's a bit in behind this. And the first point to make is she's not a full-time assistant coach. So I think that's been allowed to skew and all the duties of the full-time assistant coach. It would be an open and shut case. Is that semantics, though? No. If the comparison was Justin Lepage, you go, of course that's a shut So if she's there three days a week and on match day, then she should be allowed to go? She's a member of the female coach acceleration program. And you can't ignore what the construct of this is. So this is an AFL initiative, and it's an AFL initiative to address the historic lack of pathway and opportunity that there has been for female in the coaching ranks. Mm. And part of the reason she is so visible in this role is because of this program. It's deliberately visible. But she is three days a week and her actual duties are far more relatable to a development coach than they are an assistant coach. Does so she all, sit the on, whole list of duties that were part-time put forward. Nothing's part-time. So you Sean Burgoyne was part-time get, yeah, last year you, at Port Adelaide okay, and on. Daisy Pierce is part-time yeah. at Geelong this year. Let, let me finish. You might get part-time money, but you're invested. And the investment's not part You don't invest yourself 20% of your energy. When you commit to a club for X amount of hours, for X amount of dollars, that's the, you don't commit to three clubs. You commit to helping that club. So if you see something, you will tell that club. But as Jared says, there's hypocrisy everywhere because Sean Bird got no one bad at all. Josh Jenkins was in Richmond Rooms last round of but last the season. There's been football directors in rooms the for point. years. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying if it's a part-time discussion for me, take off the table because you're working for that club and, and, and you'll do whatever you can. Mm. I know guys that have been part-time that work 60 hours a week for those okay, clubs. For, forget so, the part- so the part-time part for me... I'm taking off the table. Okay, so forget the part-time, full-time. How many contact hours she has at Geelong? Forget that then. Do you agree that there's been a hypocrisy, though, with others being allowed in and then there's suddenly a problem with her? Yeah, 100% I agree with that. But I, I don't think you can then say, well, she's not seeing anything and she's not seeing this and she's not... You, you don't know what she, that person's seeing. Forget that it's Daisy, that person coming in. If it's my business and I decide I don't want the opposition coming into my business, that's my call. Mm. I can see I, that. I don't think there should be an argument with that. So the the idea that oh, I can't ever recall us demanding you have to choose this role or this role with presidents, with GMs of footy, 
with player managers, with development coaches in other roles. But we've sort of gone to the, no, you have to choose. I don't think the game can actually afford Daisy to make that choice. But I think she's a pioneer in the commentary space. She's the first female voice to have genuine cut through. Mm. She has added immensely to the All game. And I suspect the viewership of, of the game. And then if she's not part of this initiative from the AFL to accelerate the possibilities for female coaches, then who's it for? So I think there's a day where absolutely Daisy would have to make the choice between the two, but it's about 10 years down the track. Yeah, no, I, all those things are correct, Jared. But you, you're, you're saying an assistant coach from another club can walk into those rooms. Now, that, that's the discussion. All the other things are correct. And, and I'm not – male, female doesn't matter to me. Part-time, full-time doesn't matter to me. That, that's the core of the discussion. Now, you can argue, is a director different to, a, to an assistant coach? I think they are. I, I think – You've got to just have that discussion about the, the coach walking. Would, would the, if the roles were reversed, would Geelong allow an assistant coach from another club to walk into their rooms? So you would have to know, did Geelong have Sean Burgoyne in their rooms last year with Channel 7? Mm, can't answer that. that. That's where I'd be starting. And that's a logical, tangible discussion. Because I do think there's a time where you do see something. You do. You, you do pick, you? you do. And they allow have... every Tom, Dick and Harry into those four walls yeah. with phones, with computers, I'm not saying with every time. cameras. It, hang on. Dick Koning was in there in his brother's yeah. rooms I, last year. I worked as a boundary rider in rooms for eight years and you never you saw anything. Any, with all due respect, Jared, we're not looking – as a boundary rider, you're not. Re, you're just there doing what you're doing. Well, you're well, doing I, your... Actually, with the greatest of respect as a journo, you're looking for everything Absolutely. you can possibly see. If dust, so Dustin Martin last week, right? If he had have put, uh, and we didn't know that when he was subbed off the ground, at the time he was subbed off, no one knew that. It no, was they did. They said it was hamstring tightness. After the game, they said he didn't put hamstring. He didn't put ice on the hamstring in game. No, I didn't say he did. But well, the can conversation. You just, can, I let, can you phrase the discussion first? Then you can pick it apart, okay? Dustin Martin goes into the rooms. Then he puts ice on his hamstring. If the club wanted to keep that quiet, right? And they didn't want to broadcast that he was injured. That's their right. That's their prerogative. And they want to give him full six days to come up and play the next the next game. If he's sitting in the rooms with ice on and someone from another club sees him and says, I reckon he's got a hammy, that, that's what they're protecting. And it might be the smallest thing and it might happen once every eight weeks, but that, that's, that's the information that clubs but, are trying to keep to themselves. And they, they've earned that right. They're a business. They've also, got, see that anyway. they've also got a fixed camera up there who you've got blokes in the back studio looking for every little thing that they can. And I, I agree with what you said. We can't lose Daisy as far as what she – her. Uh, analysis for football she's got a very good football brain and what she sees is different to what other people do so having her do both roles Uh, but I think Daisy hates this because she doesn't want any attention brought to her and Channel 7 they're going to be flexible so if if teams don't want Daisy down in the rooms then Richo goes down there I'll go down there Daisy can sit sit back up on the bench they stop asking Channel 7 then no I think they're still going to ask because as we said some teams will say yeah no problems bring it down and and so we're going to have a story every week where not not, not really because one one week it might be Richo down there one week it might be me one week it might be Daisy it might be Joe Watson it might be Daisy Thomas so it's going to be flexibility on Channel 7 just to ask and I think it's been built up a little bit more because Daisy's sitting back going, well, if I don't go down, that's okay. I'll sit back up the top and analyse things and, and make comments from there. So I think what we have to do is understand that some clubs are comfortable with it, some clubs aren't, and we have, we just adjust. There's so many other things that this happens to with clubs wanting stuff and not wanting stuff and allowing stuff and not allowing stuff that we move on. I think this has just been a big thing. And Daisy's sitting back going, I don't want any more attention <laughs> spoken about me because in her mind she's like, I just want to go and do my job. Yeah. She loves commentating. She loves coaching. Let her do both.
it's an initiative that's been set up by the AFL and it specifically has compromised what she in the way that it's so I just in your example, Kingy, is the director of football at a club, if he sees the ice on Martin's leg, like that's as if that information wouldn't get so I just think we're drawing that's Mark a line Rashido that's at not the there. Yeah, but that, that's okay. If I'm I'm with I'm agreeing with you that all of them should be out, right? Uh, this is not a daisy uh, discussion for me. It's make your own decision. So if the business doesn't care, if Richmond don't care, let everyone in. If Collingwood don't care, let everyone in. But if some club says, you know, I'm not comfortable with that, it's their business. Let them make the call. Why do they have to open their doors just because you've decided to have a second role somewhere else or you've decided to have a second role somewhere else? If, if Richmond want to do that, I think you respect that. It's, it's inside the inner sanctum. Why can't they control their own inner sanctum? Hello? <laughs> you're, you're asking me or you're asking, yeah, I'm asking you? Well, then, so would you <laughs> kick the meat? like a comment rather than a yeah. question. Why can't they? Was it's it a, a question why? It starts with why usually means a no, question. Well, they can. Absolutely, they can. It's their prerogative. But then the media go in and only see what Daisy sees anyway. It's, we're all in the same room. Mm, I, I just let the clubs control their own their own four walls.